Section 44 of Narratives of Colored Americans. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Narratives of Colored Americans by Abigail Mott and M.S. Wood. Belinda Lucas. A woman of color living in Christie Street, New York, is now, 1825, about 100 years old. She retains her faculties remarkably well and she recently gave the following account of herself. When I was a small child in Africa, being one day at play in the woods, some people came along, one of whom catched me, and throwing me over his shoulder, ran away with me. After he had gone some distance, he pulled me down and whipped me to make me run. When we came to the water, they pulled me into the ship and carried me to Antigua. Soon after, the captain of a vessel from New York, taking a liking to me, bought me, and brought me here. I was then so little, that I slept sometimes at my mistress's feet. I think there was only one house for worship in the city then, and I remember very well that up Broadway there were only a few small houses, and where the college and park place stands it was woods. I was sold several times, married twice, and had one child that died young. I was baptized in St. Paul's Church not long after it was built, and when I was about forty years old I bought my freedom for twenty pounds. Not long after I married my last husband, I paid for his freedom, and we went to Charleston. After living there about seven years, he died, and knowing I had many friends and acquaintances in New York, I came back. I brought a hundred dollars with me, which I put into the church stock. From that I have received seven dollars every year, and with it I buy my winter firewood. By working early and late, besides my day's work, I earned the money, and got a life lease of this spot of ground, and built this house and in this room, which is on the first floor, I have lived many years. The upper part I rent, but sometimes the people have been poor and could not pay me. Then I lost it, but these people pay me very well. I have been asked many times to sell it, but I think it is much better for me to stay quietly here than to be moving about. And besides, I let Mr. have fifty dollars, and when he failed, I lost it. And the bad folks have several times taken money out of my chest and I was afraid. If I did sell, I should lose that also, and then I should be very bad off. As I have no relation of my own, when I am gone and don't want these things any more, they are to be divided among my husband's folks. A person present told her she should have a writing john to tell how they should be divided, saying, perhaps they will quarrel about it. She said, I have told them if they did, them that quarreled must not have anything. When asked if she could read, she answered, yes. When I was young, I learned to spell a little, but I did not know how to put the words together till I went to the Clarkson School. There I learned to read, and though I can't read all the hard words in the Bible, I can read Matthew and John very well. A representation of the crucifixion of Christ hanging over the chimney piece, she pointed to it, and explained it very intelligibly, remarking that, to Mary who was kneeling near the cross, it was said, Woman, behold thy son, and to one of those standing by, Behold thy mother. This representation appeared to afford her much interest in contemplating it, though she looked only to the Lord for consolation, and several times, while giving this account, testified of his goodness and mercy to her, saying, It is the Lord's will that I shall be so comfortably provided for. When I was younger and worked so steadily, the people used to say, Belinda, what do you work so hard for and lay up money? You have no children to take it when you are gone. I did not know then. But the Lord knew I was to live a great while, and he put it into my heart to do so, and now I have plenty. 
and trouble nobody for a living. I am unwell this morning, but by and by, when I feel better, I intend to clean up. I used to live very snug and comfortable. I can't get anybody now to put up my things for me so well as I can do it for myself. Her bed had curtains and appeared to have comfortable covering on it. She had a looking glass, an armchair, a carpet on her floor, and other necessary furniture. She further said, When I was able, I went often to see the sick and the suffering poor and do something for them, and I sometimes prayed by their bedside, and added, I believe the Lord heard my prayers, placing her hands in an attitude of supplication and turning her eyes upward. I often pray now, and I leave it to him, and he gives me what I pray for. If he thinks it best for me to live longer yet, I am willing to stay, and if he thinks best to take me away, I am ready to go. On being asked how old she was, she replied, When Peter Williams was going to Haiti, and he came to see me and bid me farewell, he said, Belinda, I have been calculating your age, as near as I can from circumstances, and I believe you are about a hundred years old. I thought I was older but I suppose he must be correct. I used to work for the rich folks, and they seemed to love me and treated me very kindly. Miss T and Miss H and many others have been to see me a great many times. Mr. Livingston, the lawyer, who died at Washington, you remember, with his first wife's father, Mr. Kittletast, I lived, and of him I bought my freedom. And when I went to Mr. Livingston's, he would say, Why, Belinda, you have a long life of it here. I would say, Yes, master. The Lord knows, but I don't why I stay so long. But dear man, he is gone. On being asked why she lived alone, she said, if I have somebody with me, they will want other company. That will make more noise than I like. I love to be still, then I can think. And when I am sick, the people upstairs are kind to me, and do what little I want done. When speaking of reading, she said, I met with a bad accident lately. I dropped my spectacles in the fire, and they spoiled them. When I can get into the Bowery, to Mr store. I can get another pair, but nobody can get them for me. They would not know how to sue my eyes, and then I always pay cash for what I get. I have found it the best way. In all my life long, there has never anybody had the scratch of a pen against me. I have been saving too, them plates there, pointing to her closet. I brought them with me from Charleston before Washington's war. In this unpolished narrative, we see the benefit of acquiring steady habits in early life of honest, persevering industry, and frugality in the use of what was so obtained. From the $100 put into church stock, she has in 50 years received $350, and in such a way as to be particularly useful to her. Her pious care of the sick, her quiet, decent, and comely way of living, and her exertions in learning to read, even at the advanced age of 80 years, are also worthy of particular notice. End of section 44